on gamblers, DJs, and everybody else in between. This is the Gamblers Anonymous podcast, GAP, Gap for short, because we're closing the gap between you and the bookies. I know this episode might be coming to you a day soon, so I hope everyone's going to have a good weekend. Currently, the time is Thursday, 10.30ish, 11 p.m. Central Standard Time, Winnipeg time. Raiders got absolute Raiders absolutely gave the Chargers the work. 63-21. Oh my goodness. Aiden O'Connell. How you doing? How you doing? Easton Stick, buddy, you don't got that synergy in you. That's why you guys got sold as a company. If any of the hockey fans out there know what I'm talking about. Easton Sticks, baby. Best of the best all time. I'm your host for this episode, JG. And let's get into this week's spread and picks. We got some Saturday games this week. Exciting stuff now that college football is done. First game, Vikings go to the Bengals. Spreads at three in favor of the Bengals. Hmm. Toughy, toughy, toughy here. Jake Browning, Nick Mullins. Weather report looking Beautiful out there. A little partly cloudy, but for the most part, absolutely beautiful. And you know what? I, I like what I've been seeing from the Bengals with Jakey B, Jakey Burr. So let's get let's go with the let's go with the Bengals at minus three. Next we got Steelers at the Colts. And Colts are favorite minus one and a half. I'm not sure if uh Pickett's back yet, but G. Willikers definitely ain't choosing the Steelers if he's not playing for them. I like the Colts. Give me Minshew Magic at minus one and a half. I think they're in a dome, so that's all good. Now we go to the Broncos at the Lions. Broncos at plus four and a half. They still ain't respecting Russ. They still ain't respecting Russ. Are you kidding me why you think i got the russ seahawks vintage jersey the vintage super bowl give me broncos plus four and a half lines have been sliding lately jg golf he ain't been playing that great and i'm not i'm never gonna bet against russ again terrible start to the year but it's not how you start it's how you finish the Pete carroll mantra and russ knows that best so let's roll with the broncos plus four and a half now we got the Falcons at the Pan at the Panthers. Divisional game spreads at three in favor of the Falcons. I've been betting on the Panthers the past few weeks. One time they hit, one time they don't. It's gonna be a rainy game in Charlotte. Ninety-two percent chance of rain. Give me the home team. Give me the Panthers at plus three. Next we got Bears at the Browns. Bears at the Browns, spreads at three in favor of the Browns. Who do we go with? Do we double down on Joe Flacco? Is he going to have another game like he did last week? Or are the Bears going to show up again like they did against the Lions? Like that defense since they got Montez Sweat, damn, they've been balling. They've been balling. It's a 58% chance of rain. I think, I think we're going to go with the Bears. Give me the Bears at plus three. We're going to keep it close. We're going to run the ball. We're going to let Fields do what he does. And let's go to our next game. Back to the Sunday Sunday slate. 
Keep in mind the Falcon Chicago games were Sunday games. Sorry, games were the first three I said. Now we got Houston Texans at the Tennessee Titans. After that Tennessee miracle against against the Dolphins, like how the hell did the Dolphins do that? How did the Dolphins lose a was it thirteen points or fourteen point lead with three minutes left? Will Levi is him man the most intense QB out of this? Oh man. Oh, oh, and that's right. CJ Stroud might not be playing here. He's in concussion protocol. I don't know if he's going to clear it in time. So give me the Titans at minus four. But if CJ Stroud manages to play this game, give me the Texans at plus four. So I put a little, uh, what's that word I'm looking for? I put a little clause in that pick. Tennessee. With no Stroud, Texans with Stroud. So that's what we'll go with. Is this C? Yeah. It's going to be a, it's a, where is it? Is it Dome Stadium? Where is this game? Yeah, it's going to, no, not a Dome Stadium, but it's, the weather's looking just a little partly cloudy. So it's going to be, for the most part, very good to play in. Next game we got, we got the Chiefs at the Patriots. Oh, Mr. Mahomes, the little crybaby when the when the when the flags don't go his way. Isn't that crazy? Isn't that absolutely absurd? It's going to be a cloudy day in Foxborough. And you know what? I think the NFL is looking at how Mahomes acted, how Kelsey, how Andy Reid. Oh, we didn't get one call going your way. Well, you know what? Don't bite the hand that feeds you. So give me the Patriots at plus eight on the spread. This defense, whatever you say about the defense or whatever you say about the Patriots, Patriots got a good defense. They'll always have a good defense under Billy B, Billy Belichick, whether he's there at the end of the season or not. That's besides the point. So give me the Patriots at plus eight. Next, we go Giants at Saints. I believe this is a dome game. Man, I'm never going to bet against another Cuccino again. Oh, cuz, Tommy DeVito, a plus five and a half. Give me Tommy DeVito. Fist pumping right there for people who can't see me. But I'm, come on. I I have no expectations of the Saints this year. The Giants, they're rolling with Tommy. Tommy DeVito. His agent's going nuclear now because of his... Oh, he looks like a little mafioso. I love it, man. I'm I'm bought in now. Throw Danny Dimes. Cut his ass. Cut his ass for a nickel. I don't care. Rock with Tommy DeVito. I was hating on him at the beginning of the year. That's on me. I got to look myself in the mirror and say, you know what? I got to do better. I got to reassess. And I reassess. And I'm all about the Tommy DeVito. When the moon hits your eye like a big pizza pie, that's DeVito. That's DeVito. Next, let's go to the Jets at Dolphins. Jets at Dolphins. It's going to be a nice day, I believe. Let's just double down. Yep, beautiful day. Slight chance of rain. But you see what Zach Wilson did last week? Look, looked legit. 
he looked like the number two overall pick, but they're going against the Dolphins, and the Dolphins always have that home field advantage with how the the layout of the stadium is. It's always hotter on the away side, so give me the Dolphins at minus nine and a half. I know they just blew that lead to Tennessee. That should never, never happen. They're gonna rest two all week. I believe they're doing. He's gonna play. He's got to show up. He he is their offense without Tyreek. They're not functional. With Tyreek, they're they're a they're a bunch of freaks. They're gonna destroy this game. I love it. So we'll take Dolphins at minus nine and a half. Next, we got Buccaneers at Packers for a last twelve o'clock game, and it's going to be. A cloudy day, 4% chance of rain, so it's just going to be a cloudy day up in there. Spreads at 3.5 in favor of the Packers. Who is a tough one. It's that point five that really hurts you here. Because you're like, oh, Packers been playing good. Matt LaFleur Matt 16-1 in December, so it's hard to bet against that. But the Buccaneers with Mayfield were... We're doing some shit last week that's like that just makes you hesitant. Makes you hesitant on taking the Packers at minus three and a half. So with that being said, we're gonna take the Packers at minus three and a half. I'm gonna fade myself. We're gonna do this right. I love Mayfield, but you gotta love love more. So we're gonna take the Packers minus three and a half. Now we got the 49ers against the Arizona Cardinals, minus 12 and a half. That's what the spread is at for the 49ers. Weather report looking like it's in a dome stadium, so we're all good there. And I I don't know. This 49ers, they're just they just got too much when they're healthy. They're they're fully loaded, like Kirby. And it's just I you can't bet against them. You just can't bet against them. Regardless if the spread's at 13, 12 and a half, 13, you just got to take them out with the points. I don't know how Arizona's going to manage. The, Jonathan Gannon, I said a lot of, sh- talked a lot of shit about him this year, but he's a good coach, man. He's a weird guy, but good coach. He's got the defense playing good. With that being said, I'm still taking the 49ers. They just got too much. They got too much skill players. Brock Purdy, say what you will about him. I don't think he's a top 10 QB, but he's been playing like one. He's been playing like one. He's a hell of a game manager. And you know what? You got you to gotta give credit where credit's due. So shout out Brock Purdy. As much as I hate to say that, he's been playing good. Mr. Irrelevant has been relevant. Next, we got the Commanders at the Rams. Favor six and a half in favor of the Rams. Uh, I believe it's a dome stadium, so we're all good there. And when we look at it, man, it's tough to say. Very tough to say. Rams can put up points, but so can the commanders. And because of that, like the over-under is at 50 points, 50 and a half. So they think this is going to be a high-scoring game. And the way both teams play, no defense lately, just all offense. Give me the commanders at plus six and a half. The Rams should win. I hope they don't for my Seahawks playoff contention, but we're going to take the Commanders, plus six and a half. Next, we got the Bills at the Cowboys. 
Bills at Cowboys. And the spread's at two for our last three o'clock game. It's going to be a rainy day in Buffalo. Can Dak deal with the rain? Tough question. He was balling last week. He, he showed up and showed out. But so did the Bills. Even with Mahomes crying at the end of the game. Like, I think Bills just turned their season around. They beat the Cowboys here. People are going to start talking about the Bills again. They're gonna be start. They're gonna start talking. This is a Super Bowl team that's finding its way. They're taking the steps forward. This is when teams that make the Super Bowl start. This is how they make it. They start to play good at the end of the season. They find the right form at the end of the season. And if Bills win this game, which I expect them to do at minus two, they're gonna be dangerous. They're gonna be dangerous in the playoffs. So give me Bills at minus two. And now for the Sunday nighter, Ravens at Jags. Ravens favorite minus three. Weather report looking pretty good. Maybe a little partly cloudy. That's about it. It says 38% chance of rain. And with that being said, oh, it's hard to bet against the Ravens. It's hard to bet against the Ravens, but they're going into Jacksonville, Duval County. I I can't do it. I can't bet against the Ravens here. So give me the Ravens minus three. And now let's go into our Monday nighter. Eagles, Seahawks. Eagles favorite minus three. Man, the way the Seahawks been playing this year. Oh, it's been just, just a dumpster fire, man. You think we're doing good and then all of a sudden we fall. We fail. But with that being said, it's been, what, 15 years or 15 games? I don't remember which it was, but it's one of the two since the Eagles came in and got a win against the Seahawks. So just because of that, give me the Seahawks at plus three. You know, this is the first time in Pete Carroll he's ever lost four games in a row. He's been talking about making changes all week. We're making changes. We're changing the narrative. We're getting the dub. So give me the Seahawks plus three. It's a rainy day in Seattle, Washington. You're coming up. Well, I don't even know what the name of our Lumen Field now. Eagles got to turn this season around, but I, I think I think the public's trying to fade the Seahawks this week. They've been putting out me- messages. It's been 15 straight ye- weeks, 15 straight years. Well, guess what? It's going to be 16 straight. Give me the Seahawks at plus three. And that's it for this week's spread them. Keep in mind, I suck at the spread them picks. I think since we've been doing this, I'm dead even. I'm 500 on the dot. So just keep that in mind. And now let's go into our locks for this week. All right. Last week, I went one and one. I gave y'all Alvin Kamara over 35 and a half receiving yards minus 110. He got negative 11. You heard that right? Negative 11. Somehow he managed to go backwards with the ball with three catches for a minus 11 yards. So that was a terrible call but then my next lock I knew it was going to happen I knew it was going to happen McCaffrey over 81 and a half rush yards minus 110 he had 74 on the first play of scrimmage like 74 yards on the first play of the game 
against the Seahawks. I told you, Chenna Nuoso isn't there to set the edge. And what happened? He ran past that edge. He just ran past the whole team. No one wanted to make a tackle. But it, uh, no, I'm just I'm just starting to lose my mind about the Seahawks right now. But that lock came in. And let's just go to this week's lock. Okay, lock number one. I'm going back to the Texans at Titans, Mr. Old Reliable himself. And I got Derek Henry. Over 66 and a half rush yards minus 110. I said it before. I'm going to say it again. But there's something in that Tennessee water. Because he just, I don't even, I can't even explain it. And to quote the Mamba himself, RIP Kobe. He's a different animal, but the same beast. And that's, if that ain't the truth about Derrick Henry when he's at home, that's the goddamn True. Every game this year, he's hit this mark and some. His lowest rush total is set at home this year is 76 yards. He's given us 10 extra yards to play with. His highest is 122. And in the middle, you got 102, 101, 97, and 80. Oh, 102. I think I forgot to say that. So he's hit this mark in all six home games this year. He's smashed it all six years. And in case you forgot, he owns the Texans. Just like Rodgers owns the Bears, I'll own them. I'll own them. Let's see. What else do I got? What else do I got for you? I understand this Texans team, you know, new coach, DeMarco Ryans. He's got the new culture and new, new identity, but it doesn't matter. He still owns them, like I said. His last six games against the Texans, I'm gonna tell you them in order from from the furthest to last year. He put up 86, 211, 212, 250, 219, and 126 in his last six games against the Texans. Last six games against the Texans, he's putting up these numbers, and they only got the, the prop at 66 and a half. That's disrespectful, man. That's disrespectful. All time, home or away, he averages 115 yards against them. And when he's at home, it's just a little drop. Just a little drop. He drops it to 109 against them at home. So, I mean, whatever you want to say. That, and don't don't get me mistaken. The Texans don't even have a top five, top ten rush defense. They're in the middle of the pack, bottom, bottom bottom 10 mid 15s that's the rush defense so i don't understand how it's only at 66 and a half but lock it in the king derrick henry over 66 and a half rush yards minus 110 and now let's go to my second lock and i got the ravens at jaguars i got isaiah likely over three and a half receptions wait for it plus 110 you heard right plus money for this i think this should be a mistake with Mark Andrews done for the season, I expect likely to get more, more passing volume. He should get, he should see more targets. Just look, look at his last two games when Mark Andrews has been out. He's been getting more targets each and each week. He's hit this target number of three and a half, so I technically four receptions. He's hit it the past two weeks with increasing numbers. And what, what can I say? Even if you look at last year when Mark Andrews was out. His first game as a starter, he saw five targets. The second time he was a starter last year with Mark Andrews out, he saw 13 targets. So Lamar has got a trust in this guy. He loves his tight ends. Lamar loves his tight ends. Like, let me tell you 
This year, when Andrews was healthy, he averaged six and a half recept six and a half targets a game. When he was healthy last year, in 2022, Mark Andrews saw seven and a half targets a game. And the year before that, in 2021, he averaged nine targets a game. Lamar loves his tight ends. I don't understand how this is at three and a half. Likely, he's been balling. So let's give him credit where credit is due, right? And not only that, he's going up against a Jags defense, allowing just under seven and a half targets to these tight ends and just under five catches a game to tight ends. So if you don't like puns, you're not going to like this. But this lock is likely to happen. So give me Isaiah likely over three and a half receptions plus 110. And because it's the time of degen miss, I want to be giving you guys another pick. I'm going to give you guys one just for fun. Just because I like you guys. Like you girls. Like you degens. And everyone in between. I, I like you guys. So I'm going to give you one more on the house courtesy of me. Now, since I'm giving you this, it is the time of giving, but let me be clear. I got no stats on this, no nothing, but just a gut feeling that this is going to come in. And I got Chiefs at Patriots to the Kansas City Chiefs to commit the first accepted penalty, minus 110. After that little... uh. Little epidemic, Patrick Mole. Oh, don't do that. That was terrible, man. That was terrible. That was my Kermit voice, but I haven't practiced it, so it's pretty terrible. Like, what What are you doing? You don't bite the hand that feeds you. They have given you so many calls. You've been the poster boy of the league getting these calls week in, week out, year after year, and you get one that goes against you because he was clearly offside. His whole foot was offside. You couldn't even see the ball. His head was blocking. And you're going to cry and complain about it? I think the officials are going to stick together. Roger Goodell's like, you know what? I'm going to teach you something. You want to act like that? Act like that. We're going to start calling you on everything. I want to see you get upset. And don't forget, the Patriots are disciplined. They are a disciplined team. And I don't think they get the first call against them. I think Billy B, he knows, hey, the Patriot, the Chiefs, the refs are going to be calling everything this week. So just play, play good, subtle football. Let's just do what we do. And that's it. So I, I like this one. Chiefs to commit the first accepted penalty, minus 110. Lock that in. And now let's go to the moon. Oh my god, what is going on in the set today? Everything's falling apart. Oh my god. Brutal, man. Just brutal. We gotta fix that for the new year. Anyways, to the moon. First one I got. Bijan, anytime tuddy, plus 120. Like the last four weeks has been, I think he has like five touchdowns in four games. So we're going to roll with that. Next one I got, Donta Foreman. Anytime Tuddy, plus 220. I think they're going to give him the goal line work. I don't think Khalil or Roshan's going to take that. He's been balling. And then I got Gus, the bus, Edwards. Anytime touchdown, plus 130. 
again, they give him the ball at the goal line. It could go to Lamar. I think they'll just let Gus hammer it in. So when you put that all together, that comes to plus 1,519, throw 30 on it. That gets you $485.76. Keep in mind, I am terrible at any time touchdowns. I did hit one two weeks ago, though, so you never know. I might be able to pull it out, pull it off again. But with that said, let's go to the moon. Let's go to the moneymaker. Because it is the holiday season and it's the time of giving. So I'm giving you big ones. Big ones. First one, I got Garrett Wilson to record seven or more receptions plus 320. He's done this two out of three games he's played against the Dolphins. I don't know who else Zach Wilson really trusts. He loves to go to Garrett Wilson, that Wilson to Wilson connection. Wilson! <laughs> so I like it. Plus 320. You can always. I'll, I'll, I'll tell you in a second. So next one I got Derrick Henry. 100 or more rush yards, plus 350. I already told you what the King's going to do. He, I, 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 I'm just going to skip it. You know the analysis. You heard it from my 66 and a half yards. So give me Henry over 100 rush yards, plus 350. And then GK, George Kittle, 75 or more receiving yards, plus 320. He's hit this. Last three or four games against Arizona. They just got too much weapons. The 49ers just got too much weapons. There's it you start you stop Debo, you stop Ayuk, well Kittle's open. You stop McCaffrey, you stop Ayuk, you stop one it doesn't matter. There's just they can't stop all of them. G Kittle is probably the best yak receiver yak tight end in the league. Sorry, Travis Kelsey, but it is what it is. And when you put that all together, that comes to plus 7,838. Throw 30 on it. You're making $2,381.40. That sounds pretty sweet to me. But I was going to say before, if you wanted to just touch it down a bit, maybe not go to the moon, but go go from here to Japan. You could go six or more receptions for Wilson. You can go 75 or more rush yards for Henry. And you can go 50 or more receiving yards. And those are all plus money too. Between plus 20 and plus 250, I believe. So it might not get you plus 7,000, but it'll still feed it'll still feed you for this Christmas. So if you like what you see, subscribe, like, leave a comment, tell your friends, tell your enemies. I don't care who you tell. Just let the word out. With that being said, I hope everyone has a good weekend. Lots of lots of money coming your way. Lots of bets flying out with check marks because they hit. With that being said, have a good weekend. Gamble at your own risk. Peace.